Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you tired of investing your time and your energy into relationships that go nowhere and you know deep down the common denominator is you? You have awareness that whatever you're doing right now in relationships is not working, it's not serving you, and you are ready to take ownership of this area of your life and finally learn how to embody a securely attached, confident woman who can attract a great relationship. If that's you, I have a very special invitation. I want to invite you to apply to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program. This is a program designed to help you no matter your attachment style, no matter your relationship past, it will help you move to secure attachment so that you can show up confident, you can communicate well, you can navigate any kind of conflict, and you can create that relationship that you've always wanted while simultaneously having high self-worth and high levels of self-love. If that's you and you know that in 2022, you are ready for a great relationship and you're committed to getting there, I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program. Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited, so go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self-worth and great relationships. It's your host, Dr. Morgan, and I'm excited about this episode. This is something that a lot of people run into on their healing journey, and I know that I've probably addressed it in past episodes, but it's time to talk about it again, especially as we're headed into a new year. This just felt like the right time to come back to this topic, and the topic is what to do when you're outgrowing friendships. And I actually have a question that was given to me from one of the women that I've had the privilege of coaching for years, and she's part of our Platinum community, which is basically part two of the Empowered Secure Love program. And it's a very intimate, small, small, less than 10 people group that I get to coach really closely. So I love I love this woman so much. She's just been a joy to coach and to witness her own growth and evolution. So anyways, she sent in this question. She said, I feel ready to let go of a long-term friendship that I've had. I've tried over the past year 
to express the need for our dynamic to change. You can tell she's done a lot of work, right? Just by the words she's using. She says, I'm the supporter. They are the person who needs support. Unfortunately, I've seen little improvement. The main thing for me is I do not look forward to speaking to this person anymore. And it's unfair for them or me. How do I end it? Ooh, this is a tough one. I just got goosebumps thinking about scenarios that I've been in that are similar to this. And what I want to remind you is that you're not alone if you're going through this. If you have friendships that at one season, they added a lot of value to your life and you really connected and it was a beautiful friendship, right? Having this realization now does not take away from the times in your life where it was a good friendship and the connection served both of you well. So important to have a ton of compassion, have a ton of understanding, and just normalize this knowing that this does happen. Okay. And then what I want to point out is that my client here did a really good thing. So before just ending any friendship, what we want to do is give it the opportunity to grow. We want to give feedback. We want to express how we feel about the dynamic because unfortunately, humans cannot read each other's minds. Just like if you're in a romantic relationship, your partner cannot read your mind. We need to give people the opportunity to change. We need to allow the dynamic to evolve. So if we're not communicating what we need, if we're not sharing how we feel, the dynamic cannot evolve, right? So my client did a really good thing here, but she says that there's been no improvement. It's been over the past year that she's tried and that she has this sense and this deep knowing that she's not looking forward to talking to this person. Okay. So how do we do this? (laughs) I think it's important to note that there's no one friendship that's the same and your conversation will probably look different based on your friendship and based on the other person's capacity to have a conversation, right? We always have to kind of keep that in mind. All we can control is how we show up We can't control how someone else shows up. We don't usually have to formally end a connection unless it's really abusive, toxic, harmful, in which case, yes, you want to be able to express, I want no contact with you. I'm blocking your number. I will not communicate with you, right? There are the scenarios where that's required. However, if it's a friendship that you've outgrown, What I find works best is just setting really clear boundaries. So the first thing you want to do is tune in with yourself and you just want to get clear on what boundaries do I need to set, right? And if it is that, hey, I'm just, I'm not really wanting to interact at all. I'm not wanting to see this person. What you can do is prepare yourself for the next time they reach out and you just want to be able to set a boundary. So if they say like, Hey, I'd love to go get a coffee. 
you're able to say, you know what, I'm not available. I'm not able to go, right? So you're just expressing that you're not available for connection. Now, if we're doing this and it's happening again and again, and the person still is communicating with you and you're not drifting apart, then of course, there might need to be some firmer boundaries that are set. And if we're doing that, it's this opportunity to be really open and honest. And you can say, hey, you know, I know that our friendship has grown over time. And what I'm realizing is that our connection is one that I'm not wanting to continue to grow. I've been doing a lot of my own work and I've just realized that we've grown in different directions. I love you. I respect you. I wish you all the best. And I'm aware that I'm not wanting to spend time with you. And of course, this is hard. It's painful. I'm saying it like this. And even myself just saying it right now, it brings up this feeling of like, I'm a little bit like hot. You know, I can tell I might be like sweating a little bit, even just thinking about having that conversation. So what's really, really important, and I'm someone who I've had a lot of experience with communication, right? So it's really, really important to emotionally regulate, to think about this. What is it that needs to be said that does not do harm, but that communicates a boundary? Because we really don't want to hold grudges or be in this place where we have resentment towards people that just hurts us, right? But we do want to be kind And I always have this sentence in my head, which is assertive is kind, right? Clear is kind. Direct is kind. When we can be open and honest about how we feel, it's not only helpful to us, it's helpful to them too. And obviously with this specific scenario um, where my client was saying that the friend is asking for a lot of support and that she's constantly giving support. If she wanted to give the friend a growth opportunity, she could be really honest and say, hey, in our dynamic, I have noticed that I'm offering support. And I'm realizing that I'm really looking for friendships where the support is reciprocal, where yes, I'm giving support, but that I'm also receiving support. And to be honest, in our relationship, I have not felt able to ask you for support, right? So there's an example of a sentence of a little bit, a little bit deeper, being very honest, and you're giving that person a growth opportunity. What's what's really, really good to know is Sometimes you're going to say the kindest, most direct, clear thing, and people are still going to take it personally, right? I think about a friend that I had in Portland years ago, and I was working as a personal trainer, and this person wanted to drink and party and 
do all kinds of substances that I don't even think I knew what it was. Um, and they really wanted to be friends, but they really wanted me to party. And that's just never been my thing. Um, and I had to set a boundary and they took it horribly. They took it personally. They took it as I didn't want to be their friend. I didn't like them. That's that I thought something was wrong with them. And when someone takes something like that personally, I want you to realize that a lot of times it's because they haven't confronted the things within themselves that you've just shown them. So if I'm saying, you know, I'm not, I just, I'm not into drinking. I think, you know, I know you mean well, you're a good person. You know, I know you want to be friends and I just want to let you know, I'm not here for going out every weekend. I'm not going to be partying with you. Right. And then that person's like, oh, well, you're a stuck up bitch or, you know, whatever. They say something really mean, right? It could just be that you just showed them part of themselves that they haven't really dealt with. So back to my client's example, if you're saying, hey, I feel like I'm giving you a lot of support and I'm not able to receive support from you. And if there's a real negative reaction, chances are this isn't the first time they've heard it. And there's something that they really need to work on. And maybe they haven't learned how to emotionally regulate or how to self-soothe. And you're just kind of holding up a mirror and it's very triggering to them. So when we're being brave, which that's what this kind of conversation requires, it requires bravery. We have to be willing to have no expectations about how the person will react. We have no control over how they will react. All that we can control is that we're going to be open and honest because we want to take ownership of how we feel, because we want to be kind, we want to be open, honest, and direct, and we want to save our energy because having this kind of friend where you're like dreading getting together with them and oh my gosh, you go to coffee just because you said no the last three times, so now you have to go, like having that kind of friendship in your life is draining on you, right? You do need to be able to clear the space to make room for new friendships. I can think of people that were very, very, very close friends, even I would say like one of my best friends and someone who ultimately, um, oddly enough, was very avoidantly attached, which is exactly what I was attracted to in my romantic relationships, was also attracted to in my friendships. And someone who really had a lot of growing to do and they weren't willing to do it and who I was always, always, always helping out, whether it was financially, emotionally, whatever, I was always there for them. But then when it came time for me to ask for support, they could not give it and ultimately it caused our friendship to end. And when that happened, it was so, so sad for me. And thank God, because it made a lot of space in my life for people who can show up for me, who want to give to me, and who I get to also give to them. And it just created much healthier friendship dynamics for me when I finally let go of that anxious avoidant friendship dynamic that that I was in. And um, 
I would say someone who even potentially had some narcissistic traits and a lot of unhealed wounds. Very, very helpful for me to let go of that friendship so I could welcome in a lot healthier dynamics. So just like in relationships, we have to let go to clear the space to welcome in a healthy partner. We do the same thing in our friendships. So I'm sending you a lot of love and compassion if this is you. Maybe you've been doing the growing and your friends have not. And I want you to know that you can be brave. You can have this conversation. It will never be perfect. No perfect communication exists. And you should do it anyways. And you deserve to have your life filled with people who want to have reciprocal, high-value friendships and people who want to grow with you and where you can support each other. And hey, if you're looking for that community, I know a couple of places, obviously, inside of the Empowered Secure Love Program. It's an incredible, incredible container for growth, for healing, for women who support one another. The other spot is our Successful Women Great Relationships Facebook community. It's a really supportive space. People are always sharing their struggles, and they're also offering encouragement, women only, Um, you can find that Facebook group. You can just search Successful Women Great Relationships in Facebook or go to the link in my Instagram bio and you can join using that link. It is the most supportive place for women on their relationship healing journey. Honestly, I've been in a lot of Facebook groups. So I'm like, yeah, this is this is it. Like it's a great group. So you're missing out if you're not in there make sure you join. Um, And I hope this spoke to someone who needed to hear this today. And please, please, please know if you are going through the loss of a friendship, you are not alone. It is a sign that you are growing and it is a sign that you are making space for new friends to come in who want to grow with you who are on your same wavelength, who want to give to you and be a supportive part of your life. All right, I'm sending you so much love. And of course, you know, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.